Okay. How now, brown cow? Yeah, we're... <laughs> I tend to talk louder the more I lean into the microphone, well, so if sure. I do it, I'm, I'm going to apologize yeah. in advance. Yeah, you can get about that close. Okay. Aaron, how are you? I'm doing well. Just got cleaned up after a, a sweet demo here at A1. The sun was shining. Birds were singing. They were. The breeze was breezing. And the bikes were riding. It <laughs> yeah. was a fantastic afternoon. So thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. It's always a pleasure. And I wanted to, I, I wasn't going to look at my notes, but I'm going to look at my notes. Did you, are you from Minneapolis? Not originally, no. I'm from farm countries just south of Minneapolis, but as mm, Midwesterners call it, an hour and a half or 90 miles by the rest of the world. Yeah, well, I mean, that's still kind of Minneapolis. Pretty close, yeah. <clears throat> One of the things that we have talked about, not you and I, but we here have talked about over the years is Indianapolis and Minneapolis are similar in a couple of different ways, you know, similarly sized, similar population, and yet the bike culture in Minneapolis is, I would say, not only stronger, but more varied. Um, is Do you remember what it was like prior to uh, the infrastructure? I came in just on the the transition when it, it kind of, <clears throat> as I kind of think about it, is like the some of the first people who started getting the foothold in the commuting mark, uh, also commuting commuting community, I guess. People, the the, the hardcore year-round cyclists, you know, um, were the first people that made that decision. Like myself, and my friends, and us as a group, we're going to do this sort of thing. So I was. And that was like like late eighties, I guess ninety. Yeah. So I was like, I guess maybe second wave, like way after that. So I moved to Minneapolis about ten, twelve years ago, and um, I got to enjoy the fruits of that. But a lot of the 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 infrastructure at that point was still being developed. So I got to see the firsthand like, the fervor of like those cyclists that have been doing that for decades. Like like I was like, those guys are crazy, and like a good kind of crazy. Like I I like that. That's awesome. So I I went after it. I went, I was I tried to do it the best I could and. Um, it's changed a lot. I mean, even since I've been, I, was, I, I guess I can't, I'm not going to sit here and speculate like what cycling in Minneapolis was in like 1992 because I wasn't right. there. Um, but j- seeing the difference between, you know, 2008, 2009, 2007 to now is like night and day. I remember the, the, the Greenway, for instance, which is a big, you know, East West corridor in, in Minneapolis, a bike, bike only lane thing. Um, when I first started riding, there was no lights down there at night. It's like I, everyone I knew that commuted on the Greenway throughout the evening or, or had worked night jobs would always carry like a flashlight on their bags so they could spot different like little little dead spots on the trail that had like no light whatsoever for safety. You know, like, right, right. You had to kind of keep your eyes open. And now it's like you can ride the Greenway with no lights and you'd be fine. You know, so we're you know when I was there for <clears throat> excuse me, I was there for frostbite uh, three years ago two or three years ago and you know frostbite is in february Mm -hmm. and it's cold in february very cold and in minneapolis it's more so and yet i still saw people downtown Mm -hmm. 
on bicycles. We're getting a little bit of that here now, but only in the downtown area. And I think it's it's mostly because we haven't reached that point yet of connectivity where mm-hmm. we have these, you know, these greenways that kind of just stop and they're not connected to anything. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's coming, but we're probably 15 years behind the curve. Mm-hmm. What do you do for Surly? Um, I'm their East Coast brand ambassador. So I, I do events, uh, travel, um, do shop events, um, basically everything east of the Mississippi. Um, I, a lot of a lot of mileage. <laughs> it's, it's good. I, I uh, so in the winter I plan my trips. I start in like November, Decemberish, and plan like just a really general like this part of june i want to be in this territory and this part of june or july i want to be in this territory and then i have to work with the other brand ambassador um the west coast brand brand ambassador trevor so we'll sit down and kind of do a a meeting and kind of talk about that and like we'll kind of bicker back and forth a little bit and not terribly but you know because we both want to get to certain events and so we have to kind of balance out like where's the where's the van best served and and so we steel force one steel force one yeah sorry um (laughs) We used to call it the War Rig and, uh, from the new um, um, Fury Road movie. Well, not new anymore, but Fury Road, the, the War Rig from that. And I was like, that's too too easy of a term for a, for a, for a truck. I think Steel Force 1 yeah. fits better. Um, how long have you – how did you find yourself in that crowd? A dumb luck. <laughs> I, I used to drive for a QBP, so um, – I would do demo work for them. I worked in demo and wheelhouse and bike builder. Kind of did all three for for a number of years. Um, and like one, um, my first inner bike, I found myself in in Boulder City, at the uh, the El Rancho was our our, our hotel we, motel we always stayed at, and um, you know loaded out, worked hard, you know got a, bike, a bunch of bikes set up, and the Surly crew was the the first crew that like to reach out to me like, hey man, like you worked your ass off today, you you know you want to go hang out at the pool and drink some beer and grill with us? We're gonna have a little party there. I'm like, okay, cool. So then I started joking around with those guys and we boil had kind of similar self-deprecating humor and you know dark side of the dark side of the world kind of mentality and and uh it, it worked it worked well and then and then i just kind of kept myself going and made myself available for whenever i could you know i would go the extra mile for for early when i could and the, the job popped up and i applied for it and got it so yeah just kind of dumb luck the know. thing that that has always struck me and the thing that i've tried to explain to people about surly is that if you if you just started writing a list of all the things that Surly did first, it would take, I mean, in things that not only that they did first, you know, but things that now are commonplace mm-hmm. in the industry. First, kind of widely available to Niner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a thing now too, right? You, tw- 29ers are, are a thing. It's still, that, right? I, th- I think it's it may catch on. Yeah, maybe a fad. Well, who knows? Fat bike, mm-hmm. plus bike. This whole adventure cycling, right? Mm-hmm. Should we say adventure by bike? No, it is probably it is not. Both of those things, yes, can be so. You know, single single speeding is in there somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but it's a lot of stuff, and yet I've never felt like Surly gets 
credit isn't the right word, but, you know, recognition that is due. Um, and I wonder how it feels, and I'm not asking you to speak for the group as a whole, but, you know, when you see these things catch on, how many, you just could just, it's just fine. Just oh, that smells too. I just burped super bad. It was like five kinds of like Well, somebody, oh, somebody saw That's it. right. Oh, no. I'm busted. <laughs> okay, from here on, I'll, mean, I'll burp into the mic. You know, it'll, just, be, it'll, be on, right. it'll be on brand. Those yeah. are new mic covers, so just don't <laughs> okay. get anything on it. But <laughs> I might be buying you a new, uh, new puff screen. They're inexpensive. It's fine. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I just wonder how, I mean... If it were me, because you know I'm I'm a shallow person, um, I, there would be some kvetching going on. You know that all of a sudden, you know, wide tires are mm-hmm. the thing to have, um, and you know certainly there were a handful of people that were advocating for wider tires. Surly was probably the brand that just was the most widely available, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, now when you've got cats riding around on, you know, aero carbon wheels that, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden are riding wide tires uh-huh. with, with no recognition, I just wonder how that, I mean, you can tell, it's just us. I mean, nobody's yeah, going to hear, nobody's going to hear this, so... Oh, you let me know. just talk some shit. Yeah, right. No, yeah. we uh, it's, it's it's I think about that a lot. Um, there is some level of I don't know, maybe hostility is the wrong term. But, no, I but no, no I it's, think it it's is. not. Even, it's we we're not that brand. You know, we never have been. That brand that's going to get super uptight about other brands taking ideas that we had and running with it. That's the I mean that's the industry period. So sure. you know, um, we've always just tried to like zig when the entire industry is zagging and like when they catch up to what we're doing we're already doing something different so right um yeah again like the the accolades for it's not really what we're about but come on i mean you know we're midwestern as hell you know (laughs) you know i've been hearing this for years now and um you know i'm just saying that sometimes you know you got to give a little credit Mm -hmm. where credit is due Mm -hmm. And then, no, that's, that's that's a very good point. That's a very subtle um, difficulty in, in the brand is is that um, we don't want to come off being loudmouth braggarts in any way, shape, or form. But we have done some really cool stuff, and we've made some really compelling products that have had influence to some degree. Um, yeah, I guess kind of just pe- if people, as long as some people know it, like. Well, and I will say, you know, we're that we're that kind of niche. Ninja brand has I, kind of always been under the radar. I know? did hear Matt from Crust on another program say that if it hadn't been for the, you know, the 26 by 3 Nard, the evasion probably never would have happened. That's a pretty sweet bike, yeah. 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 So shout out to Matty. Um, so, you know, there are, thankfully, there are little pockets of people that are. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it comes from, like. Like you know, you the things you listed off, all those all those things you listed off were a direct, um, a direct result of like that core group of riders I talked about earlier, the the core group of like hardcore riders, the year round commuters, 
and trying to find a better product to suit like some really nasty commuting conditions. Right. And when it gets really, really shitty in Minneapolis, it gets shitty. It's sloppy. It's icy. It's it's all these things, and and to have a bike that handles a bunch of different scenarios, you have to outgun your bike. You have to outgun the weather. So you have a bike that's that's built to that that one really crappy day where your ride home absolutely sucks. Like your drivetrain freezes up, you're, you can't shift because your entire cassette's covered in ice. Like literally that happens. Um, that's kind of what I feel kind of drives the design behind the brand is like, let's find that, that rider, that one, that one weirdo out there that's out there on the days that all of us drive to work. Let's build a bike for that person. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Um, so, in essence, imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, another thing that's been rattling around in my head is, you know, being a Surly dealer and then also within the last three years being a Rivendell dealer, two, you know, similar bikes but mm-hmm. maybe approached from different angles there you go mm. it's a little, Dol- it's a little delicious a little forced but um <laughs> come on you got me in the spot here <laughs> Wait, are you are you telling me that you have performance you, anxiety you judging me <laughs> you have performance anxiety um i embrace all burps by the way yeah where was i um so basically the it's a good thing that these other bike companies mm-hmm. are kind of starting to embrace this. Uh, it's not technology, but an approach to cycling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it does make cycling more accessible. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's finally putting the last nail in the coffin of the European race bike. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, that's 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 just it. It's like, you know, we, we take great pride in, in building a, a – a wide range of sizes for people you know like we try and go for um mass appeal in our sizing and and that's that's what you just talked about it's like like you can't expect one wheel size to work for everybody you can't expect one frame to work for everybody but we try and do something that works for a lot of people you know yeah well the trucker 46 Mm -hmm. to 64 (laughs) right in our straggler lines they go from 38 to 62 so like yeah that's it's a long it's a lot range. of sizes. It's a lot of sizes, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's so then everybody else is, you know, kind of jumping on the bandwagon twenty years after the fact. <laughs> so then where does Surly go? Um, that's a good question. Um one thing currently is that we're trying to um diversify our lines a little bit. You know, like you see that with um um, like pack rat, you know, a pack rat's got two wheel sizes, you know, it's, it's a big size range. There's, there's some more things coming in the, in the, in the pack rat territory. Hopefully we'll see, um, you know, some stuff I can't talk about. There's some cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Well, like I said, nobody's going to hear this. So um, it's just, you we're, we are, we're for a brand of like cr- crusty curmudgeon type bike industry people we're all we really think about is the future. And, and like when I said, when, when brands are zigging, we're already zagging and already have zigged again by the time they catch up to us, you know, it's, well, I can tell you that, open, yeah. that I was really excited when, 
I read the the description of the bridge club mm-hmm. and then was even more excited after I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a phenomenal bike. It's And when you look at it, it looks like a bike. You know, yeah. it's it's like you look at it, it's not, there's there's not a ton of linkages. You know what I mean? It's not that type of bike, but I mean, it's, it's not super fancy, but the beauties and the details, like the, the different wheel sizes you can run, the ride quality, the the um, all the brazons for it. It's a plug and play type of bike. You know, it's, it's kind of goes along the lines of everything we've always tried to build towards is that, that, that KISS principle, keep it simple, stupid. You know, like it's, it's not meant to be a rocket ship, it's a bicycle. And it should be, it should be, accessible to everybody so yeah i would i would strongly urge um anyone who's looking for a bike that they can almost do anything on Mm -hmm. i mean you know it's the same kind of spiel i use for the long-haul trucker that you know you're not going to take it what i would always say about the truckers is you're not going to take it to the tuesday night world championships and you're not Mm going to probably take it on single track yep but with the bridge club you can now do that. You can now yeah. do that. Yeah. You're probably you're not going to take it to the Tuesday Night World Championships, or you could. But you could also pack a bunch of shit with you, a whole bunch of beer, and, and don't <laughs> have a have a damn good time yeah. doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's that's a perfect example of of our next step is like trying to fill in the rest of the gaps in our line and and build some really compelling stuff that that people get excited about. You know. Yeah, yeah. I well, I, it's working. Uh, the pack rat's a great bike too mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. unfortunately unf- or unfortunately i think that uh pack rat's going to supplant a lot of those trucker sales we'll see for well but yeah for, no, yeah, 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 for yeah. the way that at least here the the way that most people are using truckers mm-hmm. running around town commuting doing stuff yeah. like that Give them a test drive on the pack route, they'll love it. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a more. Uh, Can I be honest with you? Yeah. When I first saw that bike, I I, I was skeptical. I, I was skeptical. I was too. I, a, I, I took mean, one look at it and said, "What, what are the, they doing? What the hell? Why are they doing yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. What's in the water with the, with the maniacs? Doing well, and then those cold winters kill those, some brain cells or what? Those maniacs took a full toolbox and dropped it in a porterhouse bag and strapped it down, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> yep. this was at you know not to get too far in the weeds but they do um what they call saddle drive which is a bike demo and they do it at the north star ski resort in in Truckee, california it's it's, it's a terrible place it's, it's like lift access downhill you know uh, well not only which is, is it absolutely gorgeous yeah <laughs> you know it's a beautiful place to be but the other thing is is that if you're on a if you're on any bike there's only two directions you can go you're either going up mm-hmm. or you're going down Steep, so both directions you know for anybody that's ever taken more than four and a half pounds and put it up high on the front of a bike i mean it's it is not for the weak at heart mm-hmm. and so they drop n- probably n- a nine pound toolbox in this bag and strap it down and i'm going up the hill back and forth mm-hmm. And then back down the hill, back and forth. And other than the fact that the toolbox was rattling around, you couldn't even tell it was there. That's when that bike eats its lunch. It's like when you when you load up. And, and that, when I was saying I was skeptical on that bike, I was skeptical until I rode one. And I threw a bunch of weight in the rack. I was like, oh, let's see what this thing's all about. And I rode I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. It rides like a bike. Right. Yeah. 
it, it's such a stupid saying to say like something rides like a bike. Oh, of course it's a bike, but I always preface it by saying when you load it down, the bike rides like a bike. So you, you start with this base and this add a bunch of stuff to it, and then it's still at weight rides like a bicycle, rides like a road bike. It's, it's some something to behold, I guess you'd say. I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to keep an eye on the time. Chris is checking his Instagram right now. My three followers. Um, <laughs> three good ones, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Quality, They're not the quantity. Best. They're the best. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks my, for getting that second account. My cat has an account. Just kidding. Not yet. Once I get back, I'll make one. You don't have an Instagram account? For my cat. Oh, well, well yeah. I got to get one. He's adorable. Have you seen a picture of that guy? I haven't. Hold on a second. This is great radio. You know, the people out there will never understand the true glories of how adorable my cat is. Oh, here he is. This is the best. Look at that. Got a little button. Oh, kitten. Right? Adorable. The camera's too far away. We can't show him, and I don't have the high-tech gadgetry to make it work, but that is an adorable kitty cat. If this ever makes it to the interwebs, I can include a picture, like a hyperlink <laughs> or something. You guys will love him. Love you, Babu. Oh, man. <laughs> So new new stuff that you can't can is there hints? Um, I can't. Um, the stuff we're working on is again, again. So let's let's back up a little bit. No one tells me anything at Surly. Well, so. yeah, I believe that. It's like <laughs> for Apple, good reason because right? I do sure, get this kind of stuff, right? Uh, um, but we, I mean, honestly, we've we've had four four new models on the past. 12 months right which is a lot for 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 a bike brand our size and especially for the past couple years you know we've been kind of reevaluating what we want to do where we're going to go and um we got you know a bunch of new new faces in the crowd we got some really cool product and accessory stuff coming up you're gonna see more accessories for the big fat dummy more more cargo accessories for the big fat dummy the dummy um you know that bridge club that's that's a good indicator of like what we're working on is this kind of filling in those blanks um Really building a, a, a really kick-ass line of bikes. I, I mean, I'm just waiting for the frame sets. Ah, well, we're work, we're working on that. Yeah. And so it stands to reason that we're going to lose some. We're going to lose a few models, or at least I would think. Well, we'll see. Um, Pacer, Pacer's kind of gone. Well, but yeah, but you know that. The bike that replaced it is pretty kick-ass. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just telling you, they should have called it the Wolfman Jack. The wolf, that is a good name for a bike. And it's very surly. It is very surly. It's a cool name. It's, you know, for all you youngsters out there, the bike's called wolf the Midnight Jack. Special. And the guy who hosted the Midnight Special when I was a la- young lad was Wolfman Jack. And he talked like this. <laughs> I know Wolfman Jack, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, my my dad's name is John, but he goes by Jack by many of his friends. And uh, Wolfman Jack was a, a close iteration of of his nickname. So, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, I remember at a young age explaining. He's like, "Oh, you don't know Wolfman Jack? Like, who's Wolfman Jack? And he do the impression like this, you know, and the whole bit." Like, I just butchered. Sorry, Dad. I just butchered it. <laughs> well, I, you know, this is so. Is it, Go ahead. To, 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 to I guess to answer your question, the stuff that stuff that goes away, I, I, I honestly don't have any more other than like 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 think of like what we do with the Pugsley, what we do with the one by one, the midnight special, um, 
although they're they're new bikes, they kind of fill portions in the line. Right. Like when we pull the one by one, it's like we can't we can't not have a one a, like a single speed bruiser bike in our line. So like that's why when we pulled the one by one, we thought about it. We took a minute and we're like let's how can we bring this back and make it better? Boom, low side. Yeah. Mm. Is that better? Is that more natural? That was, oh, that, that was felt good. That was inspired. <laughs> that tastes terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like the pacer went away. The, the midnight special came back. And I'm not saying the midnight special is the pacer, but it feels that like that, that, that kind of road area category in of our line. So right. And again, what other bike company decided that? You know what? We had we've got one road bike in the line, and, and we're going to make it a 650B by 47. There's nobody's got the balls to do that, except for apparently we do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, again, that was one of those bikes that I didn't know was there until I walked into that room mm-hmm. and went, "What in the hell?" Mm-hmm. We're back. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you for a, again, if this ever sees sees the light of day. I want to thank you for being my first guest. Of course. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Always a pleasure to come through. Now that's, it's getting a little creepy now. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Is it really? I'm right behind you, Chris. <laughs> No, honestly, this this is the best part of my job. I mean, not not the <laughs> internet f- fame, but like like hanging with shop people that that uh, that get it and get us. It's 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 not every day where we get shop shops that know how to speak the sort of language. They get what we're about, you know. It's, it's it's not just the attitude that we have that like you know carving pentagrams carving pentagrams into our arms. I mean that 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 comes with the job, but um, well, there's it's a it's a ceremony, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, there's there's a seance, I guess we call you, it. But yeah. You go through your 90 day, you know, period where they they can decide whether uh-huh. they're going to keep. you No, he talks to you. No one looks at you. Right. You know, You're you just know. the FNG, mm-hmm. and then one day it took me a year and a half to not be the FNG. They hired two new employees, and I was still the FNG. Fungus. Fungus. <laughs> you know what fungus stands for? F you, new guy, you suck. Oh, oh, nice. That's new. I didn't know Even that. Even though it's the internet, I have a problem. You know, I swear like a <laughs> sailor. Suck. That's good. But yet, yeah, I get this microphone in front of me, and I can't bring myself to do it. I was um, raised by a sailor, and I got trouble in, like, grade school for dropping the F-bomb. I'm like, what? You guys don't fucking swear? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Like, uh. yeah, so I, I, I try and... Uh, I try and pour it on sometimes, but it, you yeah, know, it must have been it. a it must have been a really good feeling when you in the in your office mail you got that your red velvet robe and the directions to the to mm-hmm. the room in the basement. Yeah, with a single knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, can, a single candle, a single knife in the basement of KBP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's our room, by the way. No one gets to use that. Yeah. Well, no, no one knows about it. We made it. Shh. <laughs> Aaron, Chris, A.K.A. Fritzenheimer. Fritzenheimer. A.K.A. the ambassador of Kick Your Assiter. Yes. Thank you, pal. It finally happened. Someone call me that. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you, man. <laughs> oh, boy. I like the whisper.